Hello, and welcome back to another Word of Truth Outreach Ministry podcast. It is indeed an honor and a pleasure to come before you today on Father's Day. Today, I chose to do a Father's Day tribute to all those who are listening out there on today. And first of all, I would like to say Happy Father's Day to my husband, Kenneth Lee, the father of our three sons, Christopher Blake Lee, who is the dad of Mackenzie Lee. Also, Michael Scott Lee, who is the dad of Michael Scott Lee Jr., Isaiah Scott Lee, and Josiah Scott Lee, and Kenneth Lamar Lee, who is the dad of Alexander Kenneth. We're so thankful, and we wish you a happy Father's Day. So I'm going to go ahead and get right on into this tribute to you. Today has been set aside to commemorate, celebrate, and show respect to the awesomeness of dads, fathers, granddaddies, peepaws, opaws, papas, bonus dad, and some would say they call their man, which is a dominant provider, their big daddies. I believe recognizing your dad shouldn't be just a one-time-a-year celebration, but an everyday heartfelt thank you for all the many sacrifices that are made. When a woman by the name of Sonora, who lived in Washington State, wanted to honor her father, his name was William Stewart, a Civil War veteran who was left to raise six children after his wife died during childbirth, according to the National Father's Day Committee, the first Father Day was celebrated in his honor in the town of Spokane in 1910. The history's June date is tied to Smart's birthday of June 5th. The National First Father's Day was celebrated on June 19, 1910, in the state of Washington. However, it was not until 1972, 58 years after President Woodrow Wilson made Mother's Day official, that the day honoring fathers became a nationwide holiday in the United States. Today, I would like to say thank you to all men who are breadwinners, money makers, creative thinkers, protectors of the home, discerners of evil temptations attempting to sneak into your home and wreak havoc, those who are watchmen over their family's soul and pray fervently for their, for their children to know the power and love of God. Those who are great listeners and remain silent as their wife or children explains and share any hurt, disappointment, pain, and daily concerns about life. Those dads who are also awesome cooks, lawn keepers, vehicle washers, honest counselors who refuse to lie to their children about living a lifestyle that's not pleasing to God. Thank you to those dads who are just in their who are just in their judgment as God is just in his judgment toward us. Thank you for those dads who teach and live out the word of God to their families. Those who are community watchmen that knows who who's going into their homes, driving through their communities, and who are planting seeds of successful outcomes or negative outcomes. Thank you to that peepaw or that dad, that grocery shop with a list and without a list. Those those who look at the price of everything and those who don't look at the price of anything or even concerned about the name brand they just purchased. Those who comb, brush, braid, or hair or take their sons to the barber, barber shop or girls to the stylist. Thank you to those who are the major economic decision makers when going shopping and don't mind saying no to the latest fashion. 
and to those who are concerned about their son or daughter's appearance and, and daily monitor their attire. Thank you to the dad who is a leader in the home and no one has to ask who wears the pants in the family because he is respected and shown due benevolence and rightfully so. Thank you to the dad who is a tender of the vegetable garden and include his children in knowing where food really comes from. Again, I say thank you to that dad who is an inspector of the clothes worn and purchased by their daughters and their sons. Thank you for teaching your children to say, please, thank you, and I appreciate your kindness. Thank you to those who give continuously without expecting anything in return, but inwardly hope they would be acknowledged for their much giving by the children showing generous gestures of kindness back to them sometime. Thank you to the dad who changed the oil and tires and are expected to diagnose a vehicle over the phone. Thank you to the dad who maintains a shoulder to lean on while pointing their children to God because he knows where his help comes from. Therefore, he desires his children know likewise. Thank you to the dad who have been attenders of pity parties, even when they wanted to say, I told you so. Also to the one who attend dance recital, chorus recital, choir practice, and the ones who work overtime so their children could attend cheer camp, basketball, soccer, lacrosse, football, volleyball, softball, baseball, and band camp, and any other club or camp, along with funding, trade school, community college, and universities. Some of the occupations that were chosen the dad knew you wouldn't be good at, but they wanted to make sure their children had the opportunity to explore many activities, careers, and jobs anyway. In other words, real dads are phenomenal. They will miss a meal so their children will have a meal. They will go without shoes so their children can have their 10th pair. They will wake up early and take their children to school on their day off. They will hold the umbrella in the rain so their children don't get wet. They will defend their children in hopes that one day they will defend, cook for, and tend to them if possible. Dads are phenomenal. They are, there are times they may feel like crying, but they put on a brave face and show you how, to, how much a real man they really are. I once read that there are seven roles of a father, a provider, a protector, a leader, a teacher, a helper, an encourager, and a friend. I will add to that there are also good mentors, bankers, huggers, dryer tears, and a defender of their children's character and a blessing from God. Stephen Covey wrote in the book, The Seven Habits of a Highly Effective People, he quoted Daniel Jordan as saying, There is no real excellence in all the world which can be separated from right living those dads who refuse to live right those dads who refuse to live righteous double has out who who refuse to live not righteous double has out to you you choose to do right when you could have done wrong thank you the bible says in psalms 84 and 11 for the lord is a sun and a shade the lord bestows favor and honor no good thing does the Lord withhold from those who walk uprightly. Dad, peepaw, granddaddy, big daddy, 
Opa, you are planting seeds all the days of your life, and they are being sown in the hearts of your children and those around you. They watch how you respond during difficult and trying times. They watch how you show compassion and how you counsel others. They see you when you pray or when you aren't praying, and they are too, and they too will mirror what you show the most in most incidents. Jesus told the disciples in Matthew. 5 and 16, let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify the Father which is in heaven. Fathers, let your light shine. We need it. There's a quote that says, always keep your words soft and sweet just in case you have to eat them. Fathers, as you encourage your children and loved ones, remember Psalms 19 and 14, that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. As a dad, I realize that rebuke, punishment, and intolerance of wrong is unacceptable. And stern punishment and stern counsel is oftentimes necessary to prove a point. While remembering this, at Ephesians 64, And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. There will be times or have been times when you were running on empty. And just as the Charles Dickens said in a tale of two cities, it said it was the best of times and it was the worst of times. Today, we say thank you for not giving up. Brian Franklin said how few there are who have courage enough to own their faults and resolutions enough to mend them. Thank you for not blaming others for any shortcomings, but being man enough to say, God, I need your help and staunchly stood on it. Let me encourage you with this. Psalms 46 and 1. God is a refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Stay connected to the vine. Come on, dads, just stay connected. Let me encourage you during those times when you are fed up, frustrated, upset, try beyond measure, or ready to deny, disown, abandon, forsaken, or relinquish your father's title. Please remember, if you get tired, worn out, depressed, drained, distressed, irritated, weary, or depleted, you aren't the first one to do so. You must remember Jesus promised to you, lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the world. Matthew 28 and 20 says, you must remember, you must remember this, that Galatians 6 and 9, which says, let us not grow weary in well-doing, for in due season you shall reap. If you faint not. See, Isaiah called it being undone. Then he said this. Then said I, woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For mine eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts, Isaiah 6, 5 through 7. Why would he say such a thing? According to this account, he saw God and was overwhelmed, overwhelmed by his contact with the divine glory and holiness. He became uh, uh, agonizingly aware of God's need for a messenger. Listen now, for a messenger to the people of Israel. And despite his own sense of inadequacies, he offered himself for God's service. Here am I. Listen, there will be times after spending time with the Lord, you will feel undone, incomplete for the task, test, trial, or adversity at hand in your life. But you must continue in the race. And remember, the race is not given to the swift or the strong, but he that endure until the end. You must remember, if God allowed you to have children, 
to nurture, he deemed you as qualified for the duty or function. Therefore, if God sees you as qualified, guess what? You are qualified. Even Jeremiah wished he had never been born. Cursed by the day wherein I was born. Let not the day wherein my mother bear me, me bless. Jeremiah 20 and 14. What harsh words were spoken by Jeremiah. But there are times when the trials of life will come against you and you want to disappear. But never forget, God made you to be the head and not the tail. Above only and not beneath. Jeremiah had to tell the truth to stubborn and wicked people. And when he did, he was beaten and put in stocks in jail. There will be times when you are warned and advised and you will warn and advise others of truth. And and what will happen? They will want they will want to not hear you. Continue to instruct them in the righteous way. And they will not and they if they will not hear you or they will shun you or excommunicate you, continue, continue in the things of God. Do not give up on your children. Because the word of the Lord says, He that wins his souls is wise. Remember that communication is always key. Continue to live and walk by faith. Never spare or withhold the words given to you by God for someone. Those words can save a life. Jeremiah 1 and 8 said, Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee to deliver thee, saith the Lord. Proverbs 11 and 30 says, The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he that winneth souls is wise. And I know that you are some wise peepaws and opaws and daddies out there. Moses asked God to blot him out of the book of life in Exodus 32, 31. And Moses returned unto the Lord and said, All these people have sinned a great sin and have made them gods of, of gold. Yet now, if those will, thou will forgive their sins. And if not, blot me, I pray thee out of, my, of thy book, which thou hast written. And the Lord said unto Moses, Whosoever have sinned against me, him will I blot out of my book. Therefore, now go, lead the people into the place of which I have spoken unto thee. Behold, my angel shall go before thee. Nevertheless, in the day when I visit, I will visit their sin upon them. And the Lord plagued the people because they made the calf which Aaron made. And so with that, opas, with that, daddies and granddaddies, we still must tell those children what is right. You still must tell those people that come before you and if they've done wrong, what is right. Why? Because in so doing, you can save their soul. And one last person I want to talk about. And I thought, wow, Job. Job 1, 2 through 5. And there were born unto him seven sons and three daughters. His substance also was 7,000 sheep and 3,000 camel and 5,000 yoke of oxen and 500 she asses and very, a very great household. So that this man was the greatest of all the men of the East. And his sons went and feasted in their homes every one his day and sent and collected for their three sisters to eat and to drink with them. Now listen to me carefully now. And it was so, I mean, verse five, when the days of their feasting were gone about that Job sent and sanctified them and rose up early in the morning and offered burnt offerings according to the number of them all. For Job said this, it may be that my son have sinned and cursed God in their heart. Thus Job 
did continually. Whenever a round of banqueting or partying or celebration was over, Joe would send for his children and purify them, rising early in the morning to offer burnt offerings for all of them. Why did Job do this? Because he thought, perhaps my children have sinned, having cursed God in their hearts. We're told this was Job's regular practice. I long for this to be your daily routine for your children. Lift them up before the Lord. Pray for their thoughts to be, be pure, their hearts to be righteous, their pathways to be clear, for them to make true and accurate decisions about all matters. Pray they don't fall into temptation of lying, stealing, adultery, lust, carrying a grudge, greed, dishonoring their parents, denying Christ, drunkenness, gluttony, self-hatred, hatred of God, poor anger management, scoffing, incest, drug addiction, pornography, physical abuse, using word curses, joining a cult or false religion, prejudices, cyber, cyber usage, too much cyber usage, too much social media usage, approval of other addiction, gaming addiction, gambling, prostitution, and blasphemy, blasphemy. Lord, keep them from all evil in Jesus' name. May you never forget the power that God has given you over evil spirits. You must remember 2 Chronicles 10, 4 through 6. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down a stronghold, casting down imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the, to the obedience of Christ and having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Pray on, my brothers. Pray on. I would like to say to the men in my life, Kent, Chris, Mike, and Lamar, I pray you always discern your, their ability to impact the world through kindness and walking in truth. I pray you forever cling to God and his word while walking in it with your whole heart. May you always remember that God is your father and he loves you with an everlasting love. Daily, I encourage you to repent, pray, live righteously, and do unto others as you will have them to do unto you. And most importantly, to love the Lord with all your heart, mind, and soul as long as you live. My super dad, Mr. Johnny Whitaker, went to be with the Lord in March of 2016. A void that only God could fill left me saddened, lonely, and at first perplexed. But I began to think on the things dad taught me, and I began to gain the strength I needed to face each day without him. He taught me to love the Lord with all my heart. He often said, you are going to need a Lord, Barbara, if you don't need anyone else. Those words rang truer now than ever. He told me to never let someone get the best of me, meaning if you are tested, tried, hurt, disappointed, never feel the need to retaliate or get even. He said, vengeance is the Lord. Dad taught me to never be afraid. When I was a little girl, I used to be afraid of thunderstorms and would want to get in bed with him and mom. He would let me, and I always felt safe. Protection was another thing my dad displayed. He believed in protecting his own, and I am grateful for that. 
Dad believed in God, and he was determined to show me Christ in his life the best he knew how. I know he wasn't perfect, and neither am I, but I am thankful for him being an awesome mentor and friend. He taught me many things about life, and when hard times come, he would say, God will fix it, and God sees. His advice propelled me to believe that with God, all things are possible. Once Dad told me that when when he got oh, he just just put him in the nursing home. And I said, Dad, why would you want me to do that? He said, so I can make new friends. I love how he enjoyed um, looking and looking on the brighter side of life. I thank God for allowing Johnny Whitaker to be my dad. His work ethics were also amazing. He provided for mom and I, and we lacked nothing. I am pleased to have been his daughter for 53 years, 464,598 hours, 27,856,800 minutes, whereby I obtained love, wisdom, knowledge of God, and a sense of worth and prayers. My dad's scripture he quoted to me often was the fifth commandment. Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. And Ephesians 6, 1 and 3 says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. In closing, men, people, big daddies, I want you to continue to pray for your children, even when they are adults. Joe believed this was important to do. He was devoted and loyal in lifting his children in prayer and offering sacrifices to God on their behalf. I encourage all of you to fast and pray for your children. Thank you for being the type of dad your children would love to mirror. Mentor well. Happy Father's Day, everyone, and may God forever bless you.